Hey, hi, everybody. It's Allison Kaczkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope that wherever you are on this November Tuesday morning, that you're doing something fun and positive for yourself, whatever that is. And I really want to encourage you as we head into the last couple months of this year to really think exactly, not just about the things that you're doing, but be prepared to ask yourself questions as to why this is important to me. And my guest today, I have an amazing guest today. And if you've you've had the chance to follow me really ever since COVID entered our lives, I've really tried to be very selective about who I invite on to talk because I feel like the space of self-development, personal development, self-care, self-love, all of that, especially right now, is so, so important because so many people are feeling so disconnected and isolated right now. And it really reminds us of the fact that we need to always make sure we have the right tools in our toolbox so that we can look after ourselves in a way that best serves us. And so my guest today um, is Christine Roberts. We connected online. We are members of a podcast group online, and we connected there. She is a nationally known speaker and author. Um, she also calls herself a success coach, but she really, her story is really unique in that she, is, she worked in the corporate space for a while. Um, she actually worked for Disney for a lot of years, and we'll talk about that. But her expertise is really in leadership and personal development, which really lends itself well to really how we're going to do our conversation today. Um, she worked for John Maxwell for a lot of years, which for those of you that are familiar in the personal development and leadership space, you'll know who he is. And so she has created her own company now, and we are going to talk today about some of the best ways to help create, um, create a life that allows you the bandwidth and the space and the ability to be able to find the best balance for you. Um, so, Christine, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. So thrilled to be here. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm always glad to have just, I just feel like I've interviewed some of the best people this year. So I just, I'm, I'm excited about our chat. Well, I've been listening to your podcast and you've had a lot of awesome guests. You get a lot of great information and you're yeah. an excellent interviewer picking, getting good information out of people. Thank you. Thank you. So why don't you first just tell my audience a little bit about you and your story and, you know, how you got started, namely finding the niche of leadership and personal development rather than just calling yourself a coach. Yeah, absolutely. So quick uh, background, you know, I grew up um, in Rochester, New York, up near Canada in the snow and the cold and um, grew up in a home with a, a dad that drank too much and, um, you know, witnessed domestic violence and experienced sexual abuse as a, as a child. And, you know, there was a time when I remember specifically, I was like 10 years old. It was sweeping the sidewalk at our house, which was a house that had been built in 1810. It had been vacant for a number of years. And then our family bought the house with intentions to fix it up. And, you know, with all the drama that never happened. And I remember distinctly when I was 10 years old, looking around as my dad drove in with a case of beer and my mom left to go to bingo. And I just remember saying, this will not be my life. And it's interesting, even at a young age, I recognized that, you know, there's so much more out there. And as I started getting into working and my career, I just became a student of personal development in my early twenties. And, you know, I'd moved to Atlanta 
And I was driving a Nissan Sentra with no air conditioning <laughs> in hot Atlanta. And I was wow. selling. Yeah, I know. Right, I, girl. Built, <laughs> I built a lot of character and I was selling copiers, paper shredders and fax machines. And, um, I think people just bought from me cause I was so pathetic. I mean, I would be drenched in sweat <laughs> when I got somewhere, but, uh-huh. um, that's really when it all started. I, I just started listening to, you know, the psychology of winning, um, you know, all these different personal development programs and just became a student of me. And I just was hooked. And that's where I'm just fascinated with people and human behavior and why we do what we do. And, you know, I was um, able to, through different connections and in my career, segue into working with John Maxwell as a leadership consultant. And I actually got certified as a life coach. And then uh, most recently worked in the advisory group with Disney, where we took the Disney approach to culture, employee engagement, leadership, and quality service. And I would work with companies to apply that in their business. Um, And in the meantime, I wrote a book called Inspirational Mind Food and have done coaching and speaking. and, um, And so that's where it all started. And I just really love people. I'm genuinely curious about why we do what we do. And really being a student of myself first has Uh helped me a lot to understand other people. So that's the short and (laughs) sweet version. Well, it just, it sounds like you've done, you've, you've done a lot of different things, which I, which I find to be as entrepreneurs, really interesting. I always want to find out when, when I'm talking with someone else, who's an entrepreneur, like, kind of what their story is. Cause I think a lot of people think that if you work for yourself, that that's the way it's all, it's always been for you. Mm-hmm. You just got up one day and decided that's what you're going to do. And, and, you know, for a lot of entrepreneurs, I'm sure that is the case, but I know for a lot of other people, it's probably, you know, it's probably not at all the case. Yeah. I mean, really it's interesting because, you know, I've done so many different assessments and personality uh things, you know, in my career. And really I have been wired this way for a long time. You know, a lot of my, my roles in companies has been where I've handled like a geography and they just let me do my thing. So Uh I've, even though I've been in the corporate world, I've done a lot of more entrepreneurial type roles. And I realized the couple of times that I had positions where, you know, they wanted, the company wanted me in the office at a certain time. And I just, that just did not fit. I actually, on this one assessment most recently that I did with Disney, it's, it showed me like 98% entrepreneur. And so, Uh um, I think that we can be wired and that's where I I think that's an important thing to think about when it comes to self-care is Uh understanding yourself and, you know, what makes you happy and what brings you joy and what doesn't. And so, yeah, for me, I, I cannot, like, if, if you tell me I got to go to the office from eight to five, I will just lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I totally, I'm, I'm with you. I, I feel a lot like that myself. So, yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit about this concept of, you know, and I think I, I shared with you in an earlier conversation, you know, every Tuesday morning I do a yoga class. Um, mm-hmm. Yoga studio where I go is still not really open yet. In North Carolina, our gyms are, and studios are open, but a some of them are just choosing not to open yet because of the reduced capacity. But, but my teacher on Tuesday morning has this uncanny way of always saying, 
um, before we start, she always gives us something to think about. And it's always exactly what I need to hear. It's, it's really uncanny. Mm. Morning, she talked about, um, she, she mentioned this concept of hard work. Let's get away from the idea of hard work being more work. So mm-hmm. back to self-care and your experience, how do you define what's too much and what's not enough? Oh, great question. You know, I, I'm sure a lot of your audience is, you know, if they're listening to you, they're, they're people that want to be better. Like whoever you are, you want, I know you want to be better uh-huh. and you're an achiever and, um, you know, you're, you like to, to make things happen. And that's, those are such great qualities. What I have found for myself, it, it's, there's a lot of different things. Number one, you know, being busy, I was at a point when um, I had a position that I was working all the time trying to juggle with my family and do all these things. And I was negative bandwidth all the time. And I remember just every time I talked to somebody, it's like, how are you doing? And I'd say, oh, I'm so busy. And then I just had this epiphany and I was like, you know what? And actually a friend of mine said to me, you know, busy, when you're, when someone says they're so busy, it's like you're being a victim of yourself Uh because we all can control our own lives. You know, Uh especially if you're here in America, like death and taxes is the only thing for certain, right? Well, that's true. (laughs) We can create our life. And, Uh and so it's a matter of stepping back and creating a filter of how we make decisions. So that whole idea of slowing down to speed up and, you know, stepping back and saying, what, you know, what is the most important thing? What is, what adds value to my life and determining, you know, there's like, there's this exercise that I do in my coaching and it's identifying all of the activities that you do. And it's what can you eliminate, delegate, um, you know, or automate. Uh And so it's that whole idea again of slowing down to speed up and figuring out how we're spending our time and, and asking ourselves questions like, do I really have to do this? And especially with the holidays coming up, you know, like one thing that I talk about is when you add something to your plate, you got to take something off, you know, Mm -hmm. as an achiever, it's like so many of us can just keep adding, 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 and then life isn't fun. You know, when you have no bandwidth, there was a number of years ago, like during the holidays. Right. And I mean, the holidays are awesome. However, it's like, okay, we've got Christmas cards to send out. Oh, we got to get Christmas pictures. We um, need to, you know, we're going to sponsor these different families. We're going to shop for these different people. We got to make all this different food. We got all these different parties. We got to buy gifts for all these. And it's like, you can just find yourself getting so overwhelmed. And last, it wasn't last year, it was the year before. I was so behind because I had so much going on. And I had all this pressure I put on myself that we've got to get family photos and we got to do, you know, we got to send out cards. Uh And then I sat there and I thought, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to do that. And I just decided that we're not going to send Christmas cards this year. I just decided it. Uh And when I decided that, oh my gosh, it was like this huge weight was lifted off my shoulders And so I think that it's really important in our lives in general, and especially as we head into the holiday season, 
to really step back and think about deciding what you're going to do and deciding what you're not going to do. Because if you don't decide, then it hangs over your head. Like you don't enjoy the whole Christmas season or the holiday season because you've got all this pressure you're putting on yourself. So that would be, you know, just as we're talking about bandwidth and being busy, those are a couple of things that have worked for me. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, we get so used to doing things because it just seems normal to us. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I can find myself asking myself questions like, I know I need to do this, you know, whatever it is, fill in the blank. I know I need to go take care of this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes what I do, what helps me is instead of saying, is this something I really need to do? But sometimes what I find myself saying is, how am I going to feel if I don't do this? How am I going to feel if I do do it? And sometimes that helps me make a better decision for me. Yeah, that's That's a great question. From the, I have to do it, I have to do it. Well, what's really the reason why you're doing it? And how are you going to feel when it's completed? You know, yeah, another question. With I, balance. Yeah, like another another thing. I one time I was talking to someone and they were sharing. You know, sometimes when you think about certain decisions and you're, you know, maybe it's where you're having a lot of angst over this decision or, uh-huh. you know, doing something. It's like, will this matter in twenty years yeah. or ten years or, yeah. you, know, you know, like when you look back on your life, is this really going to matter? Yeah, and. So sometimes that can help put things in perspective. Yeah. Well, and I, I think there's no question that, that, you know, anyone out there listening right now, just if you look at the state of the world today and the way this whole year has gone, mm-hmm. if we're really being honest, I think we're all asking those questions of ourselves probably more often than we ever have. You know, is yeah. it matter in 10 years? I know right now, I think for me, it's really like, just look at everything that's happened since March. I mean, it really it really has brought a different perspective to the way I look at things too. I mean, we don't really know. We don't, I mean, we didn't know what was around the corner before, but I think it's even more apparent to us now, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm with you. It's, it's like, there's so many right now we're in such, you know, I tell my kids, we are living in such historic times and um, you know, but the thing is, when you've lived for a while, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I've been around and we've been around, you realize that these things are a blip, you know, yeah. it, it will be a blip. And if you yeah. look at our history and you look at things that have happened in the world, this is a blip. And it's kind of like, we got to control, we got to focus on what we can control. Yes. And, um, and our mindset and our thinking and our, you know, level of happiness and state of joy it all comes back to you and it all comes back to me, right? It comes right. back to, to whoever's listening. It, it's, it's up to you mm-hmm. and it's up to me. And so one of the things that I, you know, feel so strongly about is raising awareness to thought and paying attention to our thinking. Um, because right now it's like, there's, there's a lot of challenges happening. There's a lot of, you know, adversity. There's a lot of conflict and there's just a lot of stuff out there. However, it's like, I have to pay attention to how I'm feeding my mind. Just like we, we've, I know you and I talked about this earlier, like for a healthy body, 
if we feed our body healthy food, you know, we're going to have a health, our chances of having a healthier body are great, right? Right. We eat whole foods, drink a lot of water, um, you know, we eat healthy. It's the same thing for our thought life. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, we, yeah, so it's like creating a filter and paying attention to our thinking, number one. Number two, it's like really looking at who are we hanging, what kind of conversations are we having? You know, who are the people we're hanging around with? Are we having conversations where we're trying to think about, well, what's the benefits here? What are the good things that are happening? Uh-huh with, um, you know, screen time, television, if we're watching television, what we listen to, I mean, right now well, and I've what got, we're and what we're, what we're bringing into our, our daily world, what I've mm-hmm. known probably more than anything, especially over the last couple of months. And this probably has as much to do with the charged political climate that we live in as anything else, but is that, you know, we tend to, we tend to be around people more that, really agree with us on a lot of levels. And, Mm -hmm. you know, while I feel like that's healthy and that's good, on the other hand, I I feel like we do ourselves a disservice when we don't ask questions and be open to what those Mm -hmm. answers are, even if answers we really want to hear. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think educating our, like, being proactive to educate ourselves so that we can have more grace and understanding, you know, that whole seek first to understand then to be understood. Uh-huh. Um, I think that is, is really important yeah. as well. Yeah. So um, what are just some easy, just give me like a quick little laundry list. Just, just some easy tips on what, on, you know, this whole idea of bandwidth and creating space. I mean, mm-hmm. just what are some, just some quick, easy tips you can just rattle off? You know, like I just mentioned, being paying attention to what we're feeding our minds. So yeah. what you're listening to, like for example, right now in my home, I have an aroma, I have aromatherapy going, I've got jazz music playing downstairs. It's you know, it's kind of like with Disney. With Disney, it was all it's all about an experience, like all of uh-huh. our senses, you know, creating a, a great environment. And um, and you know, getting out in, you know, I've talked about this like getting outside in nature is huge. And these are things that people know. However, I always say like, you know, when we talk about some of these things, it's like, are you doing these things? How we start our day is so important, you know, getting up and taking some quiet time, journaling what we want Uh for our day. Uh, You know, like you're talking about going to yoga. It's like getting centered and setting the intention for our day. So um, how, how we start our day really defines everything. And so there's, there's a lot of things you can do, but I would say how we start our day, getting good rest, uh, journaling, taking the time, that quiet time to, to write down what we're grateful for. There's Uh lots of studies around gratitude and how that affects our thinking and how we, the filter and how we see things. I have a colleague who, um, on the subject of journaling before I forget, I have a colleague who's a mindset expert as well. And she, she has a phrase she calls the thought download and she encourages everybody to do something similar to that every day because mm-hmm. it down actually slows your mind. Down. Yes. And, and when you write down what you want, like when you're writing down like the characteristics that you want in your life, you have a 42% increased chance of achieving it. And they say that only 3% of the population, you know, journals or documents, anything. So I always tell people, 
I know you want to be in that 3%. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, right. Well, and you have to tell the universe what it is that you really want. Yeah. You know, we, we focus so much on what we don't want. Well, I don't want to do that. Well, I don't mm-hmm. want to end up like this. And I don't want to go there. And I don't want to do this because I might hurt myself. And mm-hmm. that's where we find our energy going. And when, you're, when you constantly use that vocabulary, you're just going to get more of it. Because that's what mm-hmm. you're telling the universe gets you charged up. Absolutely. And you know, and that's, that goes back to like the busyness, right? We're, our culture yeah, is, like everybody's busy, so busy. Being busy. That nobody stops to yeah. think about what they want. It, that's yeah. so true. And I know for your coaching, it's like when you, you know, for my clients, when you ask, well, what do you want? Everybody can list off what they don't want. What they don't want. I know. It's so funny. And then I sit there and, and sometimes I say, I'm sorry, I don't think I asked you what you don't want, but it's just, it's, it's human nature. It's what yeah. comes our mouth first. Yes. Yes. That is so true. It's interesting. Yeah, so being really, you know, and it's not even so much about being clear about what you want. It's just saying what you want. Even if you don't know what all of it looks like, you know, mm-hmm. detail, it's just, it's getting in that practice of calling in the things that you want in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's more, what I advise is it's more about the characteristics in your life. And, you know, for myself, there was a time that I I was working, I just finished my MBA. I had been overseas um, in Singapore and Bangkok, Thailand for international huh. business. I wanted to work overseas. And, um, and, and then I had, a, I had a baby and mm-hmm. my son was having all these health issues. And I, I just felt like I should be home with him because he wasn't getting better. So I, I quit my job. I stayed home, got pregnant with another, our second child. And for me, it was a really difficult time because my life was so different than what I imagined. And for any parents out there, you know what I'm talking about. It's 24 seven high alert when you have a baby and a toddler. And uh-huh. I found myself in a really negative place. I mean, uh-huh. it was, I, I went through a di- very difficult time emotionally. And I thought to myself one day, this is not me. You know, like I was having all these negative thoughts. Like I just got into this negative thought patterns and um, I said, this is not me. You know what? I, I got to change how I'm thinking. And so I started like immersing myself in journaling and only listening to, you know, Christian rock music and only having positive things. Like I really eliminated any negative stuff from my life. Uh-huh. Like I went, the pendulum went the other or way. Or anything that would cause you to think negatively. Yes. I, I was Spending super... your energy on something that wasn't important to you. Exactly. And so... But what I did is I journaled the characteristics of what I wanted. Like, for example, I, I really am a businesswoman, right? So I, but I didn't want to leave my, I didn't want to be away from my kids. So I journaled, you know, I want to um, work for a company that appreciates me, that I, I have flexibility, do a job that comes easy to me, that I enjoy. Um, I'm equitably compensated. I have a flexible schedule. Like uh, I wrote out all these things. And I tell you what, Allison, in about within a week, I got two phone calls back to back. One was from a recruiter who I had talked to years ago. The second call was from a guy that I worked with years ago. And they were calling me about a position for handling the Southeast region, working remote. And it was a job I had done on a national scale. So to me, it was so easy. Uh-huh. And they paid me amazing. I, I ran my own schedule. I, would p- I could pick my kids up early and I got my job done. I had the number one territory. 
because it just was, I had done it before and ah. it was so interesting. Like when you put it out there, what you want. And again, a lot of times people get caught up with, you know, like the exact role or position. No, it's like, what do you want to feel like? What do you want to experience? What are the characteristics? And I tell you what, I've had that happen to me so many times, but that was so compelling within a week, (laughs) even these calls back to back. Well, and you have, I mean, the universe has its own timetable. And I think the piece to this is just trusting and believing that in yourself and not second guessing. And that's, Mm-hmm. If I'm being completely transparent, that's that's been a struggle for me this year because there have been so many unknowns, especially when it comes to my industry. And, you know, I found myself going back to the version of me that, you know, got up on a Saturday morning after having a dream that I was going to work for myself. And I didn't have, you know, I was, you know, out of school. I didn't have my student loans were paid back. I didn't really have, you know, any debt or anything. And all I had was an idea, but I believed it. And yeah. that's what drove me. So you talk about the feeling that you got over something that you really want. That's what encouraged me to continue to keep pursuing, you know, the dream of working for myself, which if you had told me when I started college, that's what I'd be doing. I probably would have laughed in your face. <laughs> so, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. You, yeah. it's, it's, you know, getting excited over it, but it's trusting in that feeling, too. Right. And, and I would say that it's, um, fueling that to believe that it's possible. Like when, when you have a dream like that, it's, it's like, we can doubt ourselves so easily. It's like our dreams can be squelched so fast. And so that's where the constant fueling our mind with, you know, listening to podcasts, maybe of people that have had success, they're further down the road doing what you want to do. Um, you know, marketing, whatever it is, yeah. continually fueling that dream to, to continue to where it. Yeah. And just, and just know too, that when you get that thought, you're getting that thought for a reason. You're getting that thought because that's a suggestion to you that it's, it's possible for you. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get, you know, back to what we originally started talking about. It's back to this whole idea of being busy. It's, there's a difference between taking inspired action and just taking action. You want to take action that continues to fuel that desire, you know, because that ultimately is what's going to help you transform the way you think, you know, which really helps you build, you know, build the future that you want. So let's say someone out there has been listening and they're feeling, you know, really jazzed up and excited. Um, What would, what advice would you give them on what they could do to walk away? I always want people to walk away from my show with at least one thing they can start implementing. So what, What would you say, what would you say to somebody that said, I love all this, where do I start? Yeah, I, I would say number one, paying attention to your thoughts. Number two, whatever it is that you want to accomplish, become a student of that. And again, with regards to the busyness, like stepping back and really taking the time that whole slow down to speed up taking the time to look at the things that you're doing in your life and ask yourself the questions about, you know, is this, like you had mentioned earlier, you know, is this something that, that gives me, you know, that, that I really think I should be doing is that Mm -hmm. eliminate, automate or delegate. So it's, um, it's like really evaluating 
what you what you should do and what you shouldn't do and and get out of and being open to to you know being open to the possibility of it being something that you weren't expecting yeah and i think sometimes too we can be um we can be doing things out of habit Uh we can be doing things out of obligation and maybe it's our own um you know like we feel obligated to do it but maybe other people don't don't think that way. You know, a lot of times it's our own perceptions uh-huh. of things that we think we should do. Um, Which goes back to your point of being really observant of what you're thinking, of what your thoughts are. And just, right. And, and two, it's being, just asking yourself questions like, you know, is this thought really true? Mm-hmm. Thought serving me. And what, you know, who would I be if all this was really true? Yeah. I think, you know, they say we have 70,000 thoughts a day. Oh, at least. Which is like 1.2 thoughts every second. Yeah. And a lot of them we don't even remember. Yeah. Because our our subconscious is running the show most of the time. Mm -hmm. But it is like when you raise that awareness to thought, that's like what you're saying. You can step back and ask yourself questions about why do you think you have to do that? Yeah. Well, and I think we have to give ourselves, you know, the bandwidth and the space, so to speak, to, mm-hmm. to ask ourselves those questions instead of being so intent on moving on to the next item on the list. Well, this has been really, really fun. I always enjoy talking to you. Where, where can people find you? Same here. Yeah, they can go to Christine M for Marie Roberts.com uh, forward slash freebies. I've got some different freebies for people. I've got a, a free resource which is a great tool. It's got podcasts and books um, that are, you know, that I would recommend in YouTube channels on different topics. So, you know, when you think about being a student of yourself, a lot of times we don't know where to start. So um, it's a, it's a resource that's broken up into categories. So sometimes people are like, well, I don't even know what, you know, what should I read about leadership? What's the best books to read about that? What's the best books about parenting or whatever it may be. So that's a free resource that, um, that people can check out. And then there's also uh, what I call create your best life wheel. And it's a way to kind of assess the different categories in your life. And um, it's a great tool to raise awareness to like where, you know, where things are going well and where things maybe you uh-huh. want to get a little better. So yeah. Um, yeah. So it's Christine M. Because when I first got my website, there was a lot of Christine Roberts out there. So christinemroberts.com. Okay. christinemroberts.com forward slash freebies. Yep. But if they went to christinemroberts.com, they could still find you. Yes. Yes. Got it. Okay. Super. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I'll have to get you back for a future episode and we'll have to you know, maybe, maybe something at the beginning of the year. So yeah, I would love that. I'm I'm so honored to be here. And I think, you know, your audience, I I know they're all awesome people that are making it happen. Otherwise they wouldn't be here. And so I just am thankful for this opportunity. Thank you. I, I so appreciate you, you joining me. And if anyone out there is feeling really inspired and interested and learning more about Christine and what she does and some of her free offers, uh, please go to her website, christinemroberts.com. Or if you want to just go right to the freebies, you can do that, christinemroberts.com forward slash freebies. And all of this is in the show notes. So if you're listening, 
um, you know, go ahead and look in the show notes and you can get those links and you can go ahead and, and head over and, and take advantage. So um, I always want, I never want an episode to go by where I don't tell you how grateful I am for all of your support of me and my mission and my message and my show. Um, I honestly didn't know how my show was going to go when I started. I just knew it was an idea and a dream that I had. Um, and here I am almost 15 months later with a worldwide show that's heard in over 40 countries around the world. I have thousands of people following me. I get messages from people randomly saying that sometimes whatever it is that I was talking about was exactly what they needed to hear. Mm. Um, I cannot begin to tell you what that means to me. That is exactly why I do what I do every day. And so I always want it to be known how grateful I am and how humbled I am that you choose to spend some of your precious time um, listening to me and my guests and, and what I have to offer on this show. This is why self-care to me is so important for everyone. And it really is not a one size fits all. It's really just depends on how you see you, what you see that makes you feel complete and what is going to help you live the life, not just that you dream of, but the life that was meant for you. Cause we're, we are all meant for a purpose and nothing really happens by coincidence. And we have to be willing to be open to what those next steps are. And sometimes it's, it's when it surprises us the most that it's usually the best thing for us. Um, so this is Allison Katzkowski with the ultimate journey of self-care. If you're on Facebook, please come over and join me in my face, private Facebook community, living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care. Um, we do all kinds of challenges and free events in there. And I would love for you to come over and join me. And if you're not on Facebook, please go to my website at cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com and click contact us and send me a note and just tell me, Tell me a little bit about you. Tell me what you're doing. Tell me what works for you, what doesn't work. Um, I always want you to know that my door is always open. Um, this is exactly why I'm in this field to start with, is to help make a difference for you. Um, if you are feeling so inspired, please look on my website at the opportunities that we have to be a supporter of this show. We have I, every supporter gets a free gift, including if you decide to become a self-care insider. Um, and so if you want to know more about that, please feel free to reach out, give me a shout out, and I will be happy to provide information. Those links are on my website as well. So, and we always want to know that there's always a way for you to come on board with us. Again, this is Allison Kaczkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one.